Come on, Jesus Juice. Oba Shata. Sheta Bam Sikotabo. Bleba. I was already talking, bitch. This episode is, is, is brought to you by gonococcal meningitis. Kagana herpesyphilate. But I, wow. Hey, I, I'm, hey, I'm Jordan. <laughs> oh, what's up? Season two, episode two. We in this beer. Yeah. Heard. It's electric. Boogie. Boogie, woogie, woogie. Boogie, oogie, oogie. Check him out, Jorp Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, hello, my name's Jordan. Jorp, Jorp. Jiggity, Jorp. Oh, we gotta change that part of my intro. I sound so I'm stupid. Jordan. On that. <laughs> it, 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 it makes sense. Yeah, it's bad. It does. Uh, well, hey, how was how was episode one? Did you guys? Did you episode guys... one was good. Uh, we got a lot. We talked about. We stayed on topic. Nice. Yes, we did. Nice. We stayed on topic. That's good. It turned oh, into a completion show. It didn't. Way to go, fam. We, we talked there. about. Uh, I was so proud. Kevin Durant superpowers. Nice. Yeah, you know, it worked well, out. I he missed you from his naps. I missed you guys, but I'm I'm glad to be back. Definitely, man. Who is to my Welcome. lift? What's goody? You already know who it is. Legacy. 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 Tens across the board. Ah. That's the sound card. Does this ridiculous? Schoolboy realness. Oh, who, 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 uh, who's next? Um, the Odin of Areolas, mm-hmm. ass guardian, ass slapper, mm-hmm. Lord Lordy. Yes, indeed. Meet Print Martin. Yes. Hilarious. <laughs> He's back. I am bike. Bike. B. You know they put you in Facebook jail for saying B now. B I H? Yeah, B I H. Yeah. Wow. Try the fuck Facebook? Goddamn. No, no bullshit. Ironically, I've never been to Facebook jail. I've, Me. I've, I've done several. I've been to Facebook jail. Me. I've, I've done several I've never been to Facebook jail. I've Facebook been, jail. Because you curse people out without using curse words. So eloquently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. That might be. That might be true. And it hurts yeah. their feelings deeper. Yeah. Because you yeah. might use a curse word. Yeah. They're used to being called. There's a no bitch. animosity. It's all respectfully. Yeah. Anytime I go into, go to jail now, it's thirty days, mandatory thirty. Is days. Is it thirty? Yeah. yeah. Well, at first they give you like an hour, then like three days. hours, then a day, then two days, then a week, and then after that it's thirty. So 30, you've done 30, 30. thirty. Yeah, I've done thirty. Um, Shit. Any offense now is just a mandatory thirty. Censorship. <laughs> That's <bro>. hilarious. <laughs> wow. Well, what's up, Lou? Not much, man. Uh, Lemon Pepper Lou in the building. Uh, Groovy Lou. Uh, Dr. Uh, Loomis X. Um, and uh, <laughs> the Thanos of the Inner Thighs. Oh, ah, oh, oh, oh. Aha. Thanos of the Inner Thighs. Aha. Thanos of the Inner Yes, indeed. Yes. yes. I hope they remember you. The Asgardian <laughs> ass slapper added one. I had to. Yeah. 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 <laughs> had to go ahead and add one on there. Inner Thighs. Thanos. Yes. Come Thanos through. of the Inner Thighs. <laughs> well, it's good to be here. It's good to be with my friends. <laughs> Welcome uh, back. Welcome back. Thanks, man. Welcome back. Uh, all right, let's do this shit, right? Let's Ready? Push. You got to push. Come on now, push. You got to push it till you get it right. You got to push. To start. Wow. All right, you ready? Of course. All right. What's something you know you need to change about yourself, but you haven't? And why haven't you? Um, I'll go first for a change. 
Um, something I know I need to change about myself, but I haven't. Um, not letting what others think about me get under my skin. Mm-hmm. Um, the main reason is because <clears throat> I, for one, am a perfectionist, and I always want to make sure that I put the best foot forward. But sometimes I, of course, I'm not perfect, but I don't want people to see. Shout me. out to Jay Moss. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want people to see me broken or see me fail. Um, and have a reason to say anything about me. So mm. sometimes I'll I'll give you a facade for you to believe what you want, but you'll never see me lose it. Um, and then when I'm trying to be transparent, it's like hard for me to mm. you know fully be transparent because it's like I have to. I feel like I gotta pull back some pieces because I think it's too much for people. So yeah, interesting. Yeah, but like Gacy tends across the board. <laughs> it Who is cares? tends across the board. Who cares? I'm, I'm learning that now. Yeah, thirty one. Whew. You got this. Who cares? That's fucking who, hilarious. Who cares? You are perfectly gacy. Oh, 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 got a girl feeling all happy and warm and fine. That's hysterical. That's fucking hysterical. Um, me. Um, I would say I'm wildly inconsistent. Um. Don't know why. I, I just fucking am. Sometimes I feel like doing stuff. Sometimes, sometimes I don't. Sometimes you feel like a nut. Sometimes you don't. Yeah, hey, exactly. Um, Lord, Lord, he's got nuts. Um, I um, Do I intend to change it? <laughs> Someday. Um, I don't know when. Because I'm inconsistent. Ready. Yeah, I'm just, just not ready yet. Yeah. Word. I will one day. <laughs> there ain't no time. Time doesn't yeah. exist. We made that shit. Mm. Lord Thanos. Uh, uh, I see, see, and I guess for me, this, this question is always an interesting one because I don't necessarily think that there's any one specific thing I care to change because different different facets of yourself cater to different crowds. Right. Yeah. And I think there is something for everybody, you know, depending on who you're right, right, right. entertaining within that time. Um, I only thing that I could think of. Is that like if I'm having a conversation with somebody or maybe it might be a debate slash argument, whatever the case may be, like if I have a thought, like I feel like I have to get it out immediately because like so I get to cutting people off and shit like that. Like I feel like I have to get it out immediately because I will forget it. I know I'll forget it. Either that or if somebody's mischaracterizing something that I say, I feel like I need to correct you right in that moment as opposed to letting you finish and then I go back and correct you. And um I can and that can that can be that can that can come off as disrespectful, even though it's not my intent. But it's a natural. But it's a natural. I was going to ask. It's, it's a natural. It's a natural how, reaction. How, how would that go in a scenario? Because because that's where it would become an issue with me per se. Well, I I think that I mean, are you saying like if somebody like misconstrues your words and you have to stop them right then and there because you don't want that argument to be based off exactly. of exactly what I they will stop you right them. there in that moment? Like no 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 we're not going to do this no no further. What I said was X, Y, Z. Now continue. You would have an issue with that? So there's levels to that. So if we're having a conversation or a a debate or whatever the case may be, it's usually never just like a conversation or debate. It's usually when it gets a little bit hype. Usually is when that happens. And if you've said your point or whatever the case may be, 
I usually start with I heard X Y Z blah blah blah, and I'll that's pa- a good way to start. I'll pause because I'm that's giving you the moment to, start, to yes. correct me. Then if I get deep into it and you be like, well, I want to go back to what you said beginning in the middle of my sentence. Right now, now I'm on ten. No, see, <laughs> if we, if she, if, yeah, and that's fine. If we start just how you started, and you just you, so we make sure we are have a clear starting point. As to where we are, I have no reason to stop you. Yeah, because because if I get in the middle of you, like, well, no, see, because you right, see, you you're, right. in, I, I you're gave interrupting you an opportunity. me. You're interrupting me. <laughs> you're interrupting. <laughs> I gave you an opportunity. Right. So okay. So that's so that's that makes sense. Got you. Um, I, I twenty twenty was a fucking shit show, right? And <sighs> I think what I'm currently realizing more than i ever have is that like handling my own shit like for the sake of my own self and like starting with like just fucking being the best me possible for myself is something that i have probably never done at least not i haven't executed well and i'm in a i'm in a posture right now where i feel like in order for me to be the best version of myself I'm having to pick up some pieces that I have not picked up in a long time. You know what I mean? And so a lot of that for me is like, I have been like super depressed. I'm fourth generation depressed. My mom is depressed. Her mom was depressed and her mom was depressed. So part of that for me is saying, okay, this shit is, is in my family and I need to handle myself. You know what I mean? I've never heard of depression being a generational thing. Mm. Yeah, I've never heard this. Yeah, so is it in our community? We hide it, so, so you never know. I'm ignorant to this. Um, this might even seem like a stupid question, but if it's if it's passed down like so, it's passed down like that. Does it get? Is it something that gets? Diluted the further it's passed down. I don't know. Does it stay the same? It's up to the. I think. So that makes sense. In a lot of ways, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not a scientist. And and, and what here's what I know is my mom handled her depression. Uh, as X, Y, Z. And there were things that did work and there were things that didn't work. Mm -hmm. Something that I noticed a lot is that my mom hasn't always had community. My mom hasn't always had people around her to filter a lot of those negative narratives that she believes about herself. And so I think a lot of depression is having to fight this internal narrative that we have about what is life? What is reality? Who am I? Who do people think that I am? And if we don't have people in our lives that we can, filter that stuff out with and say hey this is what i'm thinking about myself or this is what i'm thinking about this situation then then we don't really have anybody to 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 speak into those areas of our lives and so for my mom i never she never really had people say oh oh donna i'm so sorry that you feel that way about yourself that's not true the things that you're feeling about yourself are not true and so that set the precedence for my mom to just always think these negative things about herself so her depression became pretty hefty because there was never any resolve from the negative thoughts that she had about herself luckily i have people in my life that love me very much and i'm able to process with those people and they're able to say hey g like you think this like it, one just for one instance I, I have an incredible friend that was able to look at me the other day and say jordan we have fat but we are not fat like your body has fat but you're, you are you're welcome you didn't say that but good try on calling that <laughs> yeah <laughs> don't slide into his dms for that he ain't- he ain't soft. He ain't soft. 
No, but <laughs> but she looked at me and she was like, yeah. like our bodies have fat, but we are not fat. And that that one thing, dude, that one truth has allowed me to look at myself in the mirror, hold parts of my body that have been shameful for me mm-hmm. and say, dog, you're fucking beautiful. And I've meant it every time that I've looked at myself and said it. Now, there are going to be some days where that's going to be harder for me to believe. But the fact that I've been able to say it once and believed it is huge. And so, like, when I'm talking about, like, that's something that I have needed to change about myself for a long time is let people into my struggles. Because I've thought in 2020, I handle I tried to handle my shit solo and that just wasn't good. It just wasn't what I needed. I think a lot of people like try to handle it solo because you don't want to burden anybody else totally your shit and then if you like me you don't want a lot of people in your business and for them to know what's going on with you so but the onus is on me right yeah the onus is but i think like that's that's another question that i have is like the stigma of it like Mm -hmm. culturally mental health has within within predominantly white areas Mental health is not something that we're too scared to talk about. Like, mm. we fucking talk about yoga. We talk about mental health. We talk about pumpkin spice lattes. <laughs> like, we're just like, this is my shit, everybody. Jump Have in. Yeah. yeah, like, whatever. Whereas yeah. I know, I know within minority communities, Shout those are hummus. not things. <laughs> those are not things that are really cultivated. You know what I mean? Right. Now, more so now, we are allowing those to be a, a safe space to talk about, I think, especially after 2020. But also, I think we're understanding generational trauma in ways that we haven't looked at it before. Do you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I, I just think um, we... A lot of times we didn't necessarily know what it was. Totally. You know, I, 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 as a kid, I never went to my mom like, hey, I'm depressed. Totally. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, because I, I, what the fuck is depression? Right. I don't know what that is. All I know is right. maybe I'm sad. I, well, I, for me, I knew that I was feeling one way. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, I wasn't feeling that way. And I had to say, man, these thoughts that I'm having on a consistent basis are not what I was having this time a year ago. Yeah. And I also think that, uh, and I could be wrong, that in, in the black community, Growing up, we may have been misdiagnosing depression by just joking, calling somebody bipolar mm-hmm. or some shit like that. Totally. Yeah. So. Totally. And I think that's, again, because bipolar is even, I mean, bipolar has stigma. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything that is like not quote unquote normal speed, yeah. we've created a stigma around. Yeah. Um, so my main question, like to move, to move into this next piece is like, what does self-love and self-care look like for you guys? Ooh. You go first? Well, you, yeah, sure. that, that touched your soul again. Um, <laughs> it took me a long time to know what that felt like. Um, like you, I used to beat myself up about my size, about mm-hmm. the way I looked, about how people saw me, the attention that I thought I needed and wanted, mm-hmm. and the attention I wasn't getting, and then the attention I was getting, I was like, oh, I didn't want that. Mm-hmm. Um, so you finally stopped stripping. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> they weren't paying me enough, I and I got tired of getting hit with pennies. Mm-hmm. Um, but Shut no. Make uh, <laughs> it hail. Right. And then throwing frozen D batteries. I ain't got time for that. Oh. But no. Uh, <laughs> No, oh, but shout out um, to the Energizer Bunny. Okay, you stupid. So, but no, <laughs> seriously, it 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 took me a while to get to this place of fully just loving myself and just understanding that I'm perfectly imperfect. Totally. Um, I've gone through enough relationships, enough situations, family, people, and for me, 
the awareness of knowing who I am and knowing what I have to offer is fucking good enough yeah. mm-hmm. is where my self-love and self-care comes from. Um, I always say the thing that, one thing I always say is being able to let family go just because mm-hmm. is perfectly fine with me. Because some people aren't meant to be there. I love you, don't get me wrong, but you don't get to be in my space and I'm going to protect my peace at all costs. Yeah. So that comes with it. Finding my peace as well comes yeah. with my self-love and my self-care because I'm not going to lose my mind over somebody who ain't paying my bills, who ain't yes. fucking me, feeding me, or financing me. I ain't yep. lose my mind over you, so yep. I don't have time for it. So that's what it is for me. It's interesting because, like, I, I mean, I definitely use that. Are you paying my bills? No, you're not paying my bills. So, right. you know, that's definitely one area that I look at a lot. But also, like, something that I've always tried to do is, fo- like, follow the peace. Do you know what I mean? Like, right. I, know, I know what feels right and what feels natural for me. And so trying to be truthful and honest to myself and saying, hey, man, like, that natural speed for you, one, isn't a bad thing for you to feel, too. Like, it's great for you to actually engage in your engage with yourself in that way. What's, like, what's some ways that, that you do, like, self-love, self-care? Um, well, for me, I mean, I think it's... Iron paradise. It's my iron paradise. That's my stretch. Mm. I go I go work out. Um, but one thing that I am big on now that I necessarily wasn't years ago is I will take a day where I don't talk to nobody. Mm. Like I, mm. I won't say shit to nobody. I am in my own world. Phone. It's good. On Do Not Disturb. Door shut. Marvel movies. PlayStation. Yeah. Do not talk to me. That's great, This bro. is my day to recharge. Yeah. Whereas before, I would kind of always be open to responding mm-hmm. to people. And, you know, and it would just drain me. People don't need access right. to you 100% exactly. of the time, bro. So now, I don't mind just taking a day with just great. shutting That's everybody great. out. That's yep. great. I love yeah. that. That's really sick, dude. Yeah. yeah. That's great. <laughs> I appreciate it. Lucy? Um, For me, <clears throat> for me, uh, it's... It, Shooting niggas. Self care. Well, you know. Militia. Um. Uh. So. So for me, it's really uh because I do feel like um happiness and peace is a is a personal responsibility, and yep. we shouldn't be in a space where we're depending right. on other people to provide mm-hmm. that for us. Mm-hmm. So that's number one. So with that, um. For me, I make sure that I am in complete control of my happiness and peace. Number one. Number two. If I'm adding you in my life in any capacity, you're doing nothing but adding to that. And that's really and it's and it's literally that simple. Like because I'm not in a space like I don't like I don't I'm not married. I don't have any kids or anything like that. Like you like I mean, nobody should be in this position anyway, but even specifically for me, I'm not in a position where I have to have anybody in my life that's a detractor. Mm-hmm. Yes. I don't I don't I don't have to do it. There you go. I don't have to do it. So if you're not adding to the happiness and the peace that I have made within myself, we don't have any use for each other. Regard, regardless of what could potentially come out of it, we don't have any use for each other. Because sometimes so potential me, is a is a yeah, I mean, yeah. it's a mirage. Yeah. yeah, no, absolutely. And so you know, so for me, that's that that in and of itself is self care. Even protecting yourself from outside mm-hmm. energies and forces mm-hmm. um, that could potentially you know do something to your peace. That is, you know, what I mean, as yeah. I said, family included. Yeah, family included. Yeah. Absolutely. Sure. Well, I think that's what's interesting is right. It, um, 
like boundaries are necessary. Like yeah. boundaries are important and boundaries with the most important people in your life, AKA your family, your mom, your dad, your brothers, your sisters, your spouses, like everybody, you know, like we yeah. all have to have that and we all have to be able to claim our own autonomy. Right. Mm. And I think like that's something that's really interesting is that is a newer conversation. Right. That is a conversation that our generation is bringing up that was not really the most what the fuck is this right right right. people are like autonomy you mean i can say no and one of the things like i've one of the things that has been really encouraging like when faith ann and i have talked in the past about kids and stuff is she's always said our kids will not hug who they don't want to hug and I'm always like, hell yes, That's dude. Simple. Our children yeah. will not interact in ways with other people that they do not feel safe. And unfortunately, that was not our story. That wasn't my story. That wasn't her story. And it probably wasn't anybody else's story in no, this room. You had to be respectful. You had to be respectful. And respectful meant giving over your autonomy mm-hmm. to somebody else. I was going to say that. Like a lot of people take boundaries as disrespect, which is fucking, which is weird. Right. Like, why would you? If I say don't do this or I don't like this, or, I don't want to do this, why is that disrespectful to you? Like, why do you take it that way? I don't like mushrooms. So if you make a dish with mushrooms, like, do I, I all of a sudden that, hate yeah. you? Like, no, I just oh, don't. You should just actually, take I what love they give mushrooms. You. So that was like, a bad analogy. But, but, but I get it though. Like, yeah. Like, I fold, I, 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 you know? fold that plate up and Listen. put it face down in the <laughs> trash can. I'm not even taking that plate. Because, like, prime example, sound guy, right? He will call me and be like, hey, what do you or don't eat? Because I'm a picky person like, right. when it comes to certain things. So respectfully, I'm going to tell you ahead of time, hey, I don't eat this, this, yes. this, this, and this. So just in case yes. you don't feel this type of way, Pivot. when I'm like, hey, so this I'm not going to eat. Yeah. Um, this is not. This doesn't work for me. Right. Um, but thank you so much. And that's it. Yeah. I'm going to get McDonald's on the way home. Great. Yeah. Thanks. You know, but hey, so I get it, though. Yeah, I can't force my child to to do, mm -mm, no. And I think that's what's really interesting is like, oh man, I can like, I can see the people in my life now if I were like, like, oh, come give, come give auntie a hug. And you know what I mean? I don't like her. And and she's like, uh, and our kid's like, oh, I don't really want to do that. And and auntie being like, uh, well, you have to, or looking at me being like, are you going to like, no, I'm not going to fucking no. make them do it. No, he don't like you. That's yeah. And it's, and it's so, in, it's just so interesting to me that at some point people started feeling directly attacked when people started standing up for themselves. Yeah. So for me, I think I personally think that we see this inevitably in white Christianity. And I see, we see this starting pretty heavily within white Christianity. I think that we see that in the way that we talk about marriage where marriage is really in a lot of ways, marriage is at least scripturally marriage is a passing of, of pro, uh, property. Mm-hmm. And so Shout then the dowries. And yeah, and so then we Completely. create this language that says the only way you can get out of this thing <laughs> is if they were unfaithful or as if they're not if they don't share the same faith. But if they're beating you, if you're not happy, if they're figure this, it out. this this that's your husband and you've got to figure it out. And and so we've taken that structure and and our grandparents adopted it. Our parents adopted it to the point where they're like, if, we've been if, together 67 years. 
We saw your well, eye black 27 black? times. Right. <laughs> but like things that have nothing to do with any of my family members, they want to take attack when they're not brought into those spaces. And it's like, first off, Stop being you quit nosy. paying my bills this Mind long ago. business. And, and so I, I think. Funky bastards. I think. I think. Yeah. I think self-care is advocating for ourselves. And I think self-care is having the hard conversations that we have to have that are uncomfortable as fuck. But like, if we don't, if we don't say yes to ourselves, we can't expect other people to say yes to us. Yeah. And I think that's, that's 2021 for me is saying yes to myself. Yes. And I hope that whoever the fuck is listening, every last one of you, I don't care where you are. I don't care if you're the happiest motherfucker in the world. Say yes to yourself. Figure out what that looks like. Because saying yes to yourself doesn't mean that you're like blasting everybody else in the face. Like you and I have two different cultural Sometimes narratives. Sometimes it does. But not all. Well, <laughs> Sometimes it's worth it and needed. <laughs> there's consent. As long as there's consent. <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah. I consent for you to blast me in my face. All right. All right. Blaster's going to blast. Yes, Do you know what I, I mean? I say yes. But that's the thing. It's consent, right? And here, this is what I want to say to anybody. If anybody ever tries to take anybody's consent away or or un, not advocate for them or take anybody's autonomy away, you have my permission to walk the fuck away from that relationship. And and it, it like it's I literally was sitting here thinking about it. It's the same thing when it comes to that narrative like, oh, of course, respect your elders, but... Your elders don't have the right to <laughs> right. completely right. disrespect you're not, you're not you and be little crazy. You're not been about to you're talk to me, talk kind to me. Of way. Right. Like I pay all these bills in mm. this house. I take care of myself, and my mama don't talk to me that way. So right. you're not about to talk to me that way. Yeah. Guess what? It is all of our first day living, February 9th, two thousand and twenty-one. Put your ass to sleep. No one else has don't ever lived. Me. Like this is the first day that we have me. all lived this day. Right. Yeah. We are all new at this and shit. On this day, try me if you want to. Back in my old hood, there was a saying that said, "There's a difference between OGs and old niggas." Yeah, hey, 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 they didn't, hey, say, they didn't say that. Hysterical. They did not say that. Hysterical. Uh, you know, we we always respected the OGs for the wisdom and the things that they can impart to you know advance, advance the next generation and advance you know whatever you know our cultural yeah. demographic was right, right. within the area. And then you just had the old niggas who was just talking shit for nothing, just talking. Shit for nothing as if they knew or produced something that you should be looking up to yeah. and usually those are the ones when the OG roll oh, up they boy, shut the hell up they shut right the fuck up mm-hmm. and they sit right the fuck back like the young like the young cats like they one of us yep and then we looking at them like nigga wasn't you just right well you was just talking, you about, just talking, talking about that young did you say that he won't shit cause yeah. I'm that guy <laughs> now talk we'll go ahead shout out to Messi Maya <laughs> yeah. what are what are some this is where it's going to get interesting. Damn. What are areas where you would like to engage in self-care or self-love, a.k.a. pampering, that maybe you're like, oh, I don't know if this is a safe thing for me to talk about. Like, for me, I fucking love getting manicures and pedicures. I think that shit's hilarious, but I love it at the same time. I love sitting my big butt in our tub and soaking. My knee's hanging out, but I'm still soaking. Like, that self-care, that self-love for me. I meditate. That's something that I've started to do. That self-care, that self-love. Are there things where you're like, man, like stigmas around like taking care of ourselves and having to be these fucking men at all times. 
are there things where you're like, I, I would love to engage in this, but this feels a little uncomfortable. I think for there me. used to be, but I don't think that. Like, yeah, really I don't really. Have I don't good. Think that. I'm glad. Yeah, not, yeah, I don't have that anymore. Not especially anymore. I mean, yeah. early gay years. Yeah, it, totally. Um, because I can see. Of course, that. I was hiding, mm-hmm. so it was just mm-hmm. like I can't do certain things. Mm-hmm. I had to be whatever in front of my family, but now. This is what it is. Yeah. Take take it, good. Take what you got. Listen, I I I I am um I need a pedicure like right now. Maybe like listen, like right. my like the bottom of my feet look like I was pedaling the Flintstone. Well, you stupid. <laughs> Jeez. I'm talking about. I need, I need I need I need I need this dead skin off my feet now. You hear Cold me? World. And and like for, and so for me, I'm like like I can remember a space and time in my life where I was just like I remember the first time I got a pedicure. I want to say I was like 21, right? And I did it. Because there was a fashion show that I was in my senior year in college. And so we were sponsored by like some beauty school or whatever. And they were doing free haircuts, you know, manicures, pedicures, and all that type of shit. And so it was me and my other dude, Kev. And, you know, we on the football team. We were the only dudes on the football team that was in the show. And then so it was like, yeah, man, they want us to go get pedicures or whatever. And so me and Kev was like, dog. I'll do it if you do it. <laughs> you gonna do it? Dog, you gonna do it? Nigga, hey, if you gonna do it, you gonna have to go through, we gonna have right. to go do that shit together, my nigga. Like, we gotta do it together. Gotta do it together. Like, you know, so that they, was, if they come at both of us, we got it. Yeah, look, listen, we right. can hold it down. Can we can hold it down simultaneously. But you, so you, but know, you know what? Can you imagine the four of us walking up into a place to get our Manny Petty's. I think that's normal. I think that would, I wanna do it. I love shit like that. I don't think that would be a thing now, though. Like, like I think. I think maybe that's normal now. Maybe I mean. yeah, I think that's normal now. I think maybe ten years ago that might have been a thing, but now like, but that was but they have there's places in, they in have Charlotte. A men's grooming, that's what yeah. I was just about to say. That's specifically that's dedicated grooming. to yeah. men's grooming in that way. That's good. Though. That would that would have been one of mine. Like the whole pedicure thing. Like that was one of mine until my ex took me to get one and. It was cool. The shit felt good, and then the, t- the lady was like, "You want some wine?" I'm like, "Shit, we we get to drink this, bro." Like, yeah, I was I was so I was I was yeah I was sold in. I was sold in. Yeah, I was sold in. So that was one of them a while ago. But they said I got my own handy. What you like, mean? Can I bring that in? Like, <laughs> how are we really gonna do this? I'm glad that that's an area in which we're making it a little bit more crack normal. Four local, like, oh, crack a four oh, local in the fucking Make sure you get it between the big. You ain't said nothing but a word. Oof. Yep, get yeah, all my little get dead get skin out of there. Yep. You gotta go to work on Myra's feet. <laughs> get all Come my on. little dead skin right up out of there, beloved. Appreciate you gotta it. Go to work on Myra's feet. Appreciate it. I love that though. I love that that like Shout out to Toja. I love <laughs> I love that that's more normal now though. Like yeah. I love that like we're removing those boundaries of like how to give a fuck about each other. You know what I mean? Um what is so for me, I'm big on music right now. I'm trying, like, I'm trying to find my songs that keep me hype mm-hmm. or keep me feeling some type of way. What's your song right now that's like, in in so many ways, you feel like is healing you? We're yeah. healing parts of you that need to be healed in the season. Uh, hmm. Right. Um. So right now, there's um, and I'm, I have, I have two different like feelings. I still have my old 90s R&B, yeah. hip-hop, all the good stuff and everything else. But um, then on my gospel side, I have some good stuff. But right now, the two albums, and this album's not just a song, that are doing it for me is Jasmine Sullivan's album, um, Hotels. It, for me, is just like a vibe. And it's just, it keeps me, like, I can listen to that album from beginning to end and just vibe through it. Because I love her, for one, but... Mm-hmm. 
every song and then the little pieces in between that each you know woman talks about her tale and everything else whatever it's so dope to me and then um the on the flip side um james fortune uh anybody out there who knows him um his album is it takes me to church it gives me hype and then it makes me just want to go into a complete blubbering worship mm. at the same time but he it, it, it does it for me like mm. completely does it for mm. me and so it's like that up and down so when i'm like one of my you know uh, managers or you know one of my clients you know get on my nerve James Fortune coming on mm -hmm. but I'm feeling good and everything's going well Jasmine coming on so it, it, it's just it's doing it for me and that's knowing great. that balance with the music for me so that's great um with me shockingly it's um Destiny Shout I nah <laughs> Sound Guy would probably feel me on this um Living on a Prayer Bon Jovi oh come on that's my shit that's my yes. shit that is dope. that is my shit like when I'm working out like yeah. I, I know they be looking at me like what the fuck is he listening fuck. to but that's that's my shit I can just right. imagine you at home and your compression pants just dancing in front of the mirror just having the whole moment <laughs> I be flexing like living on a prayer like whole Take night my hand in <laughs> I swear I be uh, I like envisioning myself doing like a whole 80s montage workout to that shit like <laughs> Who's costume, the most that costume that you had on? What the, was it Forrest Gump costume that you had? Yes, yes, yes. With the wig, yes. And listen to that song. Yeah, I can do it. Oh, you stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Who's, what's the most well-known white rock band? Do you guys think everyone knows? Lincoln Park. No, you don't think so? It had to be somebody older. Sting. Yeah, it's probably gonna be Sting. Sting. Yeah, probably yeah. Sting is a good one. Sting is a good one. Sting. Rolling Stones. Sting. Oh yeah. Kiss. Yeah. Kiss. Because that was kiss. in so many ways. Rolling Stones was I mean, also. I meant to say kiss. kiss was one. Kiss. I yeah. Said Sting, but I meant to say Kiss. Rolling well, Stones was them. also a lot of like Reformation music too. Like it was like pushing back against like just the Dixie Jicks. No. In sync. <laughs> Backstreet <laughs> Boys. Oh, actually, it's gonna yeah. be me. You guys, are, <laughs> yeah. you guys, are, all right. Well, you know more than I'm actually. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying, we got a vibe. Oh, no, listen, listen, we listen. We, listen, we, they vibe. Dude. We do what we listen, do. if you I, like I, one twelve, then obviously I had you'll like I had Lou right. ready to fight me one night on Facebook because I just kept posting the whitest songs and the whitest things. You remember that night? You no, was like, you was like, I need you to log the fuck out. Oh, okay, maybe. I don't know. Because <laughs> I was posting the Backstreet Boys. I, yeah. He was like, you need to log the fuck out, and I was like, all right. I'm, I loved the Backstreet. Shout out to 98 degrees. Not really, but really. Yo, 98 degrees. Yeah. yeah. What are you listening to, Lou? What's uh, what's what's healing you? Uh, there's a uh, Amarion's newest project. There's a song called hmm. Unbothered. Hmm. Um, if y'all have seen what has what Amarion has been uh, over the last, I would probably say I'm two bothered. years. <laughs> the song, like the song, you like you know his vibe. Like it's it, and the song just embodies everything that you've seen him be about. Over these, it's just like you know what if that's what y'all gonna do over there y'all got it mm -hmm. cool I'm unbothered um, so Omarion Unbothered really it gives it gives me life and it has a real it has an upbeat Afro pop type vibe mm. um, you know so it's you know it's a, it's a good it's a good pick me up type of type of song so that's what gives me life right now that's great so, Omarion if you're listening I'll be your new April okay <laughs> oh my god we're back again uh -huh. oh we're back yeah hilarious um I've been listening to a lot of just like instrumental shit lately. Okay. Uh, there's a band that I've always loved uh, called Hammock, but mm. they have a, a an album called Oblivion Hymns. Um, it's just real like 
real spacey. Shout out to him. Real sp- oh, it's not him. It's shout just, out to it's, him. It's real, real, real <laughs> spacey, um, <laughs> ethereal. But I've also um, Faith Ann and I went to uh, Second and Charles the other day and got um, a few albums, and one of them is The Killers, and one of the songs on there is called Rut. And we were just listening to it in the house the other night, and I was like, this song is just like so good like it's just for me it's an encouraging song and there's like parts of it where it's like i'll climb and i'll climb and i'll climb and it's just like there's this fight in that song and um, and i would walk five yo are you serious what are the names the uh it's also the p more just to be the man who walks i forgot the name of that group miles and show up back Real ones no. Real ones no. Real ones no. Uh I don't remember who sang that, but yes, that's it's not yeah, I don't know. Um That's awesome though. Like I love that you guys I love that you guys have that. What's something back shots. Consent. What's uh that was a good one. That was a good shot. That was perfect. That was, that was great. That was a good shot. Quick draw. That was a good shot. <laughs> shot to quick draw McGraw. <laughs> What's uh? Yo, you think they called Tim McGraw quick draw McGraw if he was like busting nuts too soon? Probably. That Probably. Would be Poor guys. Quick draw. And Listen, there's nothing. There's nothing wrong with busting hit, too soon, no. guys. We all get excited at times. Hey, busting Jeter. Bustin hey. Jeter. Hey. Um. What's uh? What's something? All right, if you can talk about it, because I know that like we're all trying to like figure out our own shit and stuff. But like, what's um, if you could give yourself one truth, like if you could give the most vulnerable part of you before, like if you could just say like this is when I was my most vulnerable human being, if you could give yourself one truth for that season that you think could catapult you to just being the person that you've always wanted to be, what do you think it would be? I'm not damaged. Hmm. Just that simple. Yeah. I'm not. I damaged. thought you were speaking in tongues for a second. Then I was like, <laughs> hey, yeah. play by. Yeah, no, no, we'll see. Play no, by. That don't get him started. No. <laughs> Shit, yeah, I'm, I got I'm a not horse damaged. Off. It took me a while to, to, to really believe that. Like, I'm not damaged goods. I'm mm. not bad. I'm not a bad person. And, and the things that I go through doesn't make me less than anybody mm-hmm. else. So, for me, I'll say, you're good at this. You know what you're doing. Get out there and do it. Mm-hmm. Just trust yourself. Yeah. yeah. That's for me. Um, For me, I would say um, do not take into account the people who might have something negative that they think or feel about you because they're not perfect either. Yeah. Come on, Long Dick um, Larry. Yeah, Speak that. Wait a minute. Um, <laughs> wait a fucking minute. It just popped in uh, my head. But... um. <laughs> Yeah, like the people who the people who might have an opinion on you or whatever the case may be, um, those people are not perfect and they have their own shit with them as well. Um, so be open to hear all things, but make sure you're filtering through the right, you yeah. know, funnels and, and 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 taking everything within the proper context. Um, so you don't take things too personal and throw yourself into a, an, an unnecessary depression. Yeah, I noticed every time some wild shit happens, sound guy will look at the time to see what time it occurred. Yeah, you got it. Like, you got You got a flag. He just did that. She was like, "Oh, yeah, you got a flag." You got a flag. <laughs> I love that. He's like flag on the play, <laughs> highlight, delete. <laughs> um, I got a question. 
What makes you feel inadequate? You asking all Big of us? pussies. <laughs> I know he's serious. Flag that. Flag that. Flag that. Flag, 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 flag that. Don't flag that shit, oh. though. I say, this whole moment is actually oh, real good. <laughs> if there were visuals, you could see my face. Um... <laughs> How you gonna follow? Like I don't, <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Um, yeah, oh God. How you gonna follow that up? Uh, <laughs> someone ask the question again. Maybe I get different answer. Yeah. What? What? What makes you feel inadequate? That's <laughs> a that's a deep ass question. I mean, inadequate. Um, I can go if y'all want me to go first. Good. Well, yeah. Go ahead. I uh. Man, like inadequacy is like something that I, until this year, I don't know if I realized how much I was like really wrestling with it. And it's no one's fault. Like it's my fault for not handling narratives growing up that I didn't realize needed to be handled. Something that I've realized is um, I was, I'm almost always the biggest person in every room. It doesn't matter what room it is, unless it's the fat room, and then I may not be the biggest person. Shout out to 600 Pound Life Audition. No, I'm serious. I'm not trying to be mean when I say that. What I'm saying is, is like, that room doesn't exist. That you know audition what I mean? Room is like, crazy, I am sound guy. I'm the biggest person in in almost every room, and so I have looked for representation everywhere, right. and could never find it. I could never find people that were going through the things that I was going through that had gotten out of them and felt better that didn't have to lose the weight to do it or didn't have to find this thing to do it or get themselves to the, so like I was always under the un- understanding that the only way things get better is if I change what I am mm-hmm. and how I look you know what I mean mm-hmm. and then that becomes intimidating because mm-hmm. it's like if I lose a lot of weight what does my body then look like? So I go from feeling uncomfortable about my body on one end of the spectrum to then feeling super uncomfortable about my body on the other end of the spectrum. And I think what the inadequacy in that is just like, it's just comparison. Do you know what I mean? But we live in a society that has said like, this is what value looks like and you're a valuable person if you tick this, 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 and this box. And I think, unfortunately... Up until now, you know, we're again, we're talking about autonomy. Like these are conversations that are more happening more and more frequently. Now, people that have looked like me my entire life are able to say, oh, I'm going to be a representative for people that wasn't or that weren't for me. You know what I mean? But I think my my inadequacies, my inadequacies in so many ways have been influenced by just like not feeling represented well. You know, and not feeling like I could go find somebody that could I could easily just talk about and say, like, I feel like shit about myself. Can you help me get out of here? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That uh, man said um, big pussies. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> for a long time. We got to start somewhere. My family made me feel inadequate. Mm-hmm. We got to start somewhere. <laughs> These fuckers. Yeah. Big balls. <laughs> oh, God. Camel toe. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, my family made me feel inadequate um a lot because I wasn't who they wanted me to be. Um and I didn't give them permission to tell me what I should be and shouldn't be or whatever the case may be. So it hurt me a lot. Yeah. And so I for a long time would do what they wanted or look how they wanted me to look or be or act how they wanted me to act. Right. Until I kind of 
until I found myself. Mm-hmm. But still sometimes around certain family, I don't go around them because of the simple fact that I kind of still feel a little bit inadequate because I haven't healed from it. Mm-hmm. So not being able to completely be around all my family and just be accepted makes me feel inadequate sometimes. Totally, totally. Hmm. Um, the same thing that drives me is the same thing that makes me feel inadequate. Mm-hmm. Um, like when I go to the gym and I'm surrounded by out-of-shape people, in-shape people, but when I get surrounded by the dudes who are in phenomenal fucking shape, I'm constantly looking at myself like I don't look like that. So I'm constantly finding ways to fucking improve myself. And that's the same thing that drives me because I'm again, if I'm around constantly around people that are better than me or at a higher level, it's going to make me feel away. Right. So I'm going to stay in there until I get to either the level I want to be at or at least look something similar to them. But that's it's a struggle. It's Have a you always felt that way or, yes. or, did you did something like did you have to get to a certain place physically before you were able to um, for that to not be a threat that kept you away from that space? But before I got to this level, I didn't really give a shit. But now that I'm like you know a personal trainer, I look at other trainers like yo this 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 dude is like gotcha. diesel. Yeah, like, I need to get my shit together. Cool. So, what's the question again? Big inadequacies. Inadequacies. I'm sorry. Sound sound guys. Sound guys off the fucking chain. Um, Big cat country. So (laughs) hilarious. (laughs) Uh, Shout out to double entendres. You stupid. But um, inadequacies. Inadequacies. So, uh, (laughs) excuse me. Small story time. Um, And I may or may not have told this story on the show before, but um, I want to say probably when I was in high school, um, there was a girl that I was dealing with. And um, and I got put on with her through my best friend's girlfriend, right? So me and her had been out a couple times or whatever. And then, you know, she hit me up and she was like, "Hey, I want to talk to you." So I go pull up on her, and then she's like, "Hey, you know, I, you know, I, I, you know, I want to continue doing this because you know, I like, I like somebody else." Mm. And I'm just like, "Oh, okay, you know, whatever." It. Well, all right. Um, so she, so she was like, you know, I won't do this anymore because like somebody else. And I'm just like, oh, all right, cool, you know. And so we flushing that conversation now. And at the end of the conversation, you know, she ends up telling me, hey, I, you know, I can't really do this because I'm really having a crush on your best friend, my best friend, who is her best friend's man. Hold, 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 hold. Yes. So that's where we start. Several flags on that play. Exactly. So that's where we start, was right? That, I'm gonna, was that your best friend? Was that her man at the time? Yes. Oh, like wow. the reason why me and that chick even met each other was because my best friend was her best friend's man. That's oh. the re- only reason why we ever met. He probably all right. Go ahead. Yes, you know. What's so that um, Usher song. <laughs> same, same girl, girl. same <laughs> girl. But, but um, but yeah. So 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 with so with that, um, it there there was uh, for a long time a thing in the back of my mind. I can even say to this day at a certain point, um. But the person that you want not wanting you back, mm. um, that is something Ooh. that still, it's still like it, it, that makes me feel inadequate in, in certain ways. Um, and I, and I think it did stem from that short story that I just, um, 
that I just told you guys. And that is something that I struggle with. And, I, and actually, now that I'm actually talking this through, I think this actually goes back to when I said um, on another show um, where, like, I don't want a woman who is too fine. Mm. Like, I don't, I, don't, I don't want a woman who's too fine. Mm. Like, if, if, you, if you're too fine, I'm cool. Like, I need, that, I need that, you to that be that a brings, little bit ugly. Because that brings... That, well, not, not, not a little bit ugly, but just, like... Don't 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 be don't be too don't be too fine. Does you that bring like, too many questions for you? Like well, not, oh, not even not even necessarily questions, but maybe just you want like an just insecure just just maybe insecurities that I haven't specifically resolved yet. Like an adjustable mm-hmm. seven, so, like you're a seven, but if you cling yourself, yeah, up, yeah, an adjustable. Nine, you know what? I like that. An adjustable, adjustable seven. seven. Yeah. that might be a show title right there. An adjustable yeah. seven. You can kind of go up and down. Adjustable, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 This can, yeah, it can. It, like it's a it's a strong seven. Grower, not can, a shower. We you can tell. Yeah, yes. yes. A grower, yes. not a shower. You know? Wow, not getting straps, but so, I mean, like detachable. You wake up. You wake up in the morning. You a seven, but when you get dolled up eight you could probably nine. yeah you could put you could push yeah. you could push it to a nine yeah I see yeah, yeah. you know what I'm I saying see, that's what, what he said wow oh wow how to get both Baby. wow <laughs> one show both wow. one show <laughs> hey. I saw I saw I saw the connection I, uh. I saw yeah I saw oh god but no I, I actually like that's crazy uh, we're not crazy but I deal with that a lot too um, like of course nobody likes rejection um, right. and I've always asked the question, well, why? Because I get the generic answer like, you're a good dude, you this, you that. Well, I just feel like we should be friends. I got too many friends already. I don't want no Listen, more. Listen, I have so enough. Much. I have We're good. We're, I have great friends. I have phenomenal friends. And they wouldn't do what the fuck you're doing I right now. You. So, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, on this note, no. <laughs> but it, it made me really think like, yo, there's something fucking wrong with me. Um, and it's something that I, I, I've still battled to this day. But it's just like, I'm slowly like, Understanding that sometimes I have to accept that answer, not sometimes, I have to accept that answer Mm -hmm. and continue to push forward and move on. Because sometimes I'm not going to get it. Nobody's obligated to fuck with you. No. And and, and the thing about it is with that, well, a lot of times we take it personal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We take it personal, especially if you you have not really gotten a full hold or grasp of your self esteem right and things of that nature like in that like it doesn't matter what your position and how deep you might think that you are within a certain relationship nobody is obligated to fuck with you and be okay with not getting an answer right or an apology Which because also, even even not getting an answer is your answer that's yeah. it yeah that, but also yes. going back and going back to like the whole autonomy thing like if we're gonna say i'm not gonna make my kids hug people that they don't want to hug then i shouldn't directly feel the attack if somebody doesn't want to get engage with me in the same way that i would like to engage with them you know what i mean right. like again this is autonomy this is people taking control over themselves you know and that is hard right like i think god like yeah, like that's a sketchy fucking feeling. Mm-hmm. But I think the thing that's more important is like the homies, the homie that's going to stay is the homie that needs to stay, right? And right. the homie that's not is the homie that doesn't need to. And all we can do is handle our shit. You know what I mean? But I think what's incredible and what I'm trying to let myself realize is like any traumas or anything like that that I have felt or narratives that have been spoken over me in my life, I didn't do that to myself. Yeah. And me being a big person didn't make me a target for that. Right. Like, I didn't deserve that. <laughs> and you never should have felt the way that you felt. Like, that never should have been something where you're like, well, well, fuck, now I need to keep keep people at a certain 
uh, beauty level away from me because then where where's my insecurity? Now I'm going to be afraid that they're going to go find something better. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck that narrative. Like, I rebuke that narrative. And, that is, and, that, and, that, and that's a real thing right there. That's, yeah. that's a real thing. For me specifically, that is a real thing. Do you think I don't feel that way? Like, I, like of course, I have right. been told my entire life that there is a cap for how good somebody should look if they're going to be with me. But fuck that noise. I will pick who is good enough for me. And that's I will it. pick who is not good enough mm-hmm. for me. And you can pick that for yourself, Lou. You can pick that for yourself, Jay. You can pick that for yourself, Legacy. You can pick that for yourself, Sound Guy. You can pick that for yourself jordan pinkston <laughs> that's it you know anybody anybody listening like we are in control of our own goddamn destinies that's it yeah. right. but like going like piggybacking off of your story lou i think that a lot of people do that in that situation like we blame ourselves first mm-hmm. totally yeah like oh i should have been better right, exactly. she never would have left me if regardless I, right. of looking at the other person mm-hmm. what she did was completely fucking foul but right. you see how you went straight to yourself like maybe right. it's like this had i done this right exactly i will say people out there who do that those things again you're not obligated but you do have the freedom of choice not the freedom of consequence let's be fully clear if that shit happens today and three months down the line you hit me up with a hey boo fuck you bitch it's still that same feeling and same energy you don't have a right to come back into someone's life after doing them wrong or after making them feel this type of way and think that they should just be over it and be okay with it. I can be okay with letting that situation go, but I don't have to deal with you and your energy. There it is right there. And I think that's what it is. Is like, we just need to find energy that is feeding us rather than starving us. That's what I want for my wife. That's what I want for my best friend. Like, that's what I want for my family. That's what I want for you guys. Like, Dude, to find the energy that is like encouraging you and is making you want to be the best version of yourself that you can be, you know. Yeah, what I'm about to say works works in a reverse way too. Um, just because um, you apologize to somebody, um, nobody owes you a specific behavior in return. That's mm. it, and it works in a reverse way as well. Mm. Um, you know, because you. Can't apologize to somebody, but just be like, okay, cool. They may not even accept that shit because there's certain times where I'm just like, you know what? Appreciate it, but I don't accept that. Right. And we're good. Mm-hmm. Like, we're good. We're, we're really good from there. Yeah. You know, so like, and, and, you know, and, and, and even the fact that you apologizing to somebody and feeling like you should get something in return is yeah. a selfish and entitled position. Yeah. Come on. And it's trash. Um, But, you know, it apologize is what it is because we are. Like, apologize if you're sorry, but that's what you are doing your part. You're not, the, the onus isn't on how they're responding. Right. It's on the fact that if you need to apologize. But if apologize. you're apologizing for a certain right. action or totally. behavior in return, yeah, that's trash. And also, it, you're not doing yourself a service in that. Mm-mm. Like, you're then, you're, your happiness is now indicative on their response. So you've essentially given them the authority whether you're going to be stoked or not at the end of this conversation. Right. And sometimes you got to be okay with the butt that comes after some people's apologies. Mm-hmm. Because even with the apology and the butt, it may be something that you actually need to hear. You may not like it and you may think the apology wasn't sincere because they said but nonsense out of 10 is something that they have never said to you they never got out or ever even expressed i apologize to you but i can't deal with you anymore i apologize to you but this doesn't work for me i apologize to you but i just want you to die like whatever they feel like at that moment (laughs) you gotta be okay with Um, and if you're not okay that's okay that you're not okay Mm. so it's life well family 
tonight was fun. It was. I enjoyed this. Thanks for thanks for digging deep with me for a little bit. That's what he said. No, they got I knew it was coming. Yeah, I knew it was coming. You're on fire. I knew that was coming. No pun intended. Woo. And that's on Gorilla Glue Girl. Oh, that bitch. Man, I was on Clubhouse today and they were talking, and there was a room that was talking about things that women should Gorilla Glue to men. What? And and so it was, so, so, so one chick said, you know, you should Gorilla Glue his phone to his charger so that he can only talk on it when he's around you. Oh, shit. <laughs> it was a wild fucking room. One uh, chick was talking about you should gorilla glue his dick to his legs. I'm like, well, baby, you can't even use it if right, he's, if, it's, if he's with you. Like, but you know, women are just yeah, women toxic femininity, absolutely toxic energy. <clears throat> like Goodness. it's all it's all inside just all toxic. Of us. Just toxic. Damn it. Well, tonight wasn't toxic, and that's good. Uh, <laughs> I mean, sure. We'll see how the edits go. Yes, we'll see. We'll see what. <laughs> we'll see what got flat. Delete all that shit. Delete all that shit. Delete all that shit. Well, thanks for listening to us. We love you lots. You're also, as the as the friends say, if you don't believe in this shit or if you didn't like it or any of that, then we don't give a fuck. Finuk. Bye, y'all. We love you. Oh, it was extra this week. I know it's yeah, always you know, longer than I. Well, you know, took it up a no, little. Took it up. She a didn't say that. He didn't say that. Uh. He didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs>